That's the BGS to start us off. Night fever here, classic hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on your Monday, Monday, eighth of February. How are we, everyone? Hello, everybody. How's everybody in the nation today? Oh, fantastic. Sure, who doesn't love a Monday? Absolutely. Can I tell you something? Who's not happy, right? What's going on? Northside Tony. Oh, jeepers. What's yeah, that with him? He's not happy. He was hoping oh, to wake jeepers. up hoping to wake up to find ten feet of snow outside his house. Oh. And there's not a sign. So he ended up having to walk the dog. So what we found And he's not out, happy about it. What we found out this morning is that Northside Tony being unhappy is a great thing. Exactly. It's a great thing. You're on your own there, Tone. And uh, actually, as well, just spare a thought for poor old uh, Damo, Damien in, uh, in Dublin 8 there. What's He's, wrong with him? Yeah, he woke up. He was feeling funny when he woke up. Felt all lightheaded. Oh, jeez. He thought he saw Daffy Duck and Goofy and Mickey Mouse and everything. Oh, but it was, geez. it turns out it was okay. He was only having a Disney spell. That's so I mean, the things that people be saying, first thing to you in the morning. <laughs> I like that. That's not bad, actually, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just having a Disney spell. Oh, I just having a bit of a Disney spell. Oh, jeepers. They come and they go. By the way, people of Ireland, can I just tell you how impressed I am with young PJ Gallagher over there? What? I spotted it this morning. When I left him on Friday, everything was normal. and um, uh, Or Saturday. And uh, and then I come in this morning and his, his desk and his, his general work area oh. is immaculate. Immaculate. I mean, normally PJ's desk used to resemble sort of like... Hector Gray meets a nuclear bomb <laughs> meets H. Williams or something back in the day yeah. it was incredible you could get all sorts on, on PJ's desk you could get socks you could get cans of tuna Branston pickle Branston pickle you could get uh, porridge and whatever you could get yeah you could get dog food dog treats there was um, there was tools sometimes there was it was like do you know something it was like going into Aldi Going into into um, PJ's yeah, yeah. desk. I had nothing to do on Friday, so I just cleaned it. I was bored down my mind. It's, abs- it's immaculate. To, I had to wait for something to happen. I thought. It. I mean, when I saw it first, I thought you'd been fired. I thought, oh my god, they've they've, they've sent PJ away. Mate, told him to clean his desk. Clean, I, mind you, to be honest with you, if they had a fire, you'd have walked away, just left it as it was. Yeah, I've been there. Well, that's somebody else's problem. There's no way I'm cleaning that up. I'd say, and the only thing that was left on it was coffee and a trumpet. As if I'd leave that That's coffee it. and a trumpet. Yeah, what would a work desk around Ireland when you find that? Yeah, there's some porridge. There's a kind of tuna. There's a pair of socks there. That's mad. Oh, look, a trumpet. It's not even a keyboard for the computer, like. <laughs> but there's a trumpet. Puff Daddy, I'll be missing you here at Classic Hits. Almost a quarter past six in time for the birthdays, uh, which is a bit of a weird one today, PJ, I have to say. Yeah, what's going on? They're not a fantastic bunch, right? Oh, right. You'll see as we go along, there's... A few in there that aren't exactly A-listers is what I'd say. Oh, that's all right. I might be better with them. But what I will say is we're off to a flying start because it's a um, a significant birthday. Oh, very good. For uh, a proper A-lister, Hollywood legend, some maybe, well, maybe infamous more than famous might be a better term to use for the one and only Nick Nolte. Oh, Nick Nolte, yeah, he's great. (laughs) He was great. What a hellraiser. He was always in trouble. I love a fella's always in trouble. Do you know that Tell way? you something. There's a man that carries off a Mick Wallace hairdo very well. As well as a regular hairdo. Like, you just don't know which version of Nick Nolte you're uh, going to get. One you, the one you want is the one who's always getting arrested. Yeah. That's the like one that, you want. But he seems to get arrested quite regularly <laughs> in spite of his appearance. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. he has a, sometimes he's very clean cut and in trouble. And other times he looks like um, he's been setting off... Sort of bangers on his face and getting in trouble. You just yeah. don't know which version of him you're going the to mo- get. The mugshot of Nick Nolte is the one you oh, want. Oh, the famous, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's the one. 
And yeah, I mean, great movies. To be fair to him, Forty Eight Hours and Down and Out in Beverly Hills and stuff like that. And great movies. Yeah. Him and Eddie Murphy giving out to each other was class crack. I love that in Forty Eight Hours. I love to make a movie as well. Just had. Eddie Murphy giving us the finger. Do you remember that was the movie? <laughs> and then in the, when they went to the video shops, they just cut his finger off. So he had some weird upturned fist for no reason. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'd say. What Nick, was, by the way, what did Nick Nolte? I mean, he he's fond of of, um, of a tipple, isn't he, Nick Nolte? Yeah, oh, geez, is that where yeah. he gets into his, his trouble? Is that the? Well, isn't that where everybody gets into trouble? Really, is yeah. the old, you know. But like, there's no specifics. Nobody ever him, eats too many marshmallows and gets into a fight. Do you know. <laughs> Good point, Jeff. Yeah. Right, so a significant birthday for Nick Nolte. What are you going for? 70. Ah, 80. Ah, fat. What a head oh, like God, that. How, definitely 70. What a head like that. How could you? Mind you, fair play to him still being a Hellraiser at 80. Is he? I wonder. I wonder, are we just doing Is he just going, God, I did something 25 years ago and these bozos are still calling me a banger face. You know, you that wasn't know. a bad. That's one of your better impressions, <laughs> right? Now you see, this is what I mean, right? Do you know the per? Do you know Ralph Little? No, I don't have a clue. See, who I, that thought is. It, I thought it might go. Who's like this. he now? Ralph Little was the bloke from the royal family. I do know him. He used to I hang do. around with. Sorry, I with our mate part. that was in here. I do know him. I had pints with him actually well, in, uh, oh in Edinburgh God. Festival. I did. Yeah. How quickly they forget? Yeah, I did. Yeah, to be honest, I forgot Ralph Little. I, I yeah, I did totally forget. <sighs> Decent fella. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to be fair to him, he's carved out a career. He seems, Has to he be honest with you, it seems to me by accident. What's he done since the royal well, family? Well, I mean, he's done the royal family. He did, um, you wouldn't have probably seen it, that sitcom, Two, pa- uh, two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps. I remember hearing about yeah. it. I remember being a thing. It was that, he did a thing called The Cafe on Sky. That was, uh, I don't, I didn't see that. And then he used to appear on... You know, you'd be appearing in other people's things, dramas and, you know what I mean, an episode of... Happy Days. Midsummer Murders or something there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Those yeah, kind yeah. of things. A, a solid working actor But he looks, he's, years. to be fair to him, he seems like he kind of like, you know, somebody he nearly has to persuade him. Do you want to do a, a bit of acting he's in this? He's got that, yeah. What? He does have that uh, about What him. day is it on? Well, uh, it's, it's next week. Uh, I play Snoop yeah. in the pub next week. Okay, I'll see. I'll ask if I can if I can move me darts game. I'll I'll, I'll do it. I doubt it though, because it's a big one. It's a it's a semi quarter final. That's a semi quarter final. Oh, it's huge. I'll ask. Yeah, it's a special thing we do in our tournaments. Yeah, this but yeah, Ralph, so he does, I wouldn't want to let anyone down. He do, he does seem like a decent, sound, down to earth kind of character. He was, in fairness, yeah. Uh, I'd say he's um, oh, he might be forty seven. He's actually, believe it or not, younger than you. Is he? Yes, 41. Oh, jeepers, I'm surprised. 41. Right, do you remember Trini Woodall? Yeah, I do, from Trini and Susanna. That's exactly it. Now, what were they again? Were they cleaners They basically know. They used to look at you and go, you're a disgrace. Look at the state. You dress yourself properly. Your again? clothes are rubbish. All right, so it is clothes. So you, you still, you were being a bit vague on the old cleaners or clothes. <laughs> well, um, in all capacities, they'd yeah. probably tell you, and your house is a mess as well. But yeah, that's right. They, they were, were not... mainly telling you how bad you looked in your clothes. It was like, yeah, you're wearing stripes and you're very fat. And <laughs> the stripes bring out your fat. They used to do all that type of thing, didn't they? I think so. You think shouldn't wear yellow when your skin looks like a wall. Uh, they yeah. to, were, they, were they posh? Were they were they posh shorts? A little bit, yeah. Right. They were, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. And yeah. they've gone on to do bit parts. I think one of them still does a bit on Philip on Holly in the morning and that sort of stuff. Ah, you know? right, okay. But this is the summer. your kind of TV. Yeah, you do, Yeah, my kind of telly. I like all that. You know, when to wear me culottes. Yeah, I know where to wear me culottes. Because it is—it's a constant battle, isn't it? Wondering when it's, when culottes are back in. Listen, <laughs> for a forty-five-year-old man, 
with one set of purple clots. You got to get the day right. You do. You, you have get to. One day a year. You get one shot. At it. It's like Groundhog Day. You get one shot at it. Yeah, and even then, people yeah. be laughing. It has to. Be, it's a day basically where you can't get out of the car. Might be this week. <laughs> uh, I'd say. Um, She's like oh, 63. 57. Oh, for God's sake. Not bad. Ah, not bad, to be fair. Now, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a notion at well, where to even start with them, pair. I think I'm all over the place but this anyway, morning. Now, what about this now? Steady now. Steady, calm yourself. I'm a bit worried about PJ because he's drinking extra coffee because somebody broke his coffee thing. His coffee cafetiere thing. So he's using a giant one. He says someone broke mine. It's just because he took the other one. It could have been anyone's. But because I was last to the party, it's mine. So uh, he could get very overexcited very easily. I have to be careful with this one. It is the birthday of Abby Titmus. Oh, Abby Titmus. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Do you know she was a nurse before she was a lads mag favourite and all that? Nurse, yeah. Did she start going out with somebody famous as well? Was she, yeah. Who was she going out with? She was at the start of that love rat thing, John Leslie. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The John Leslie that's the, thing. The John Leslie thing was the first time you kind of heard the whole love rat thing splashed all over love the papers. Love rat. Well, oh. first time I remember it anyway. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because she was in all. She was in those magazines like nuts and loaded, loaded and Goobles or all the. I don't know what they had. All these mad names. And she was in them every week. Yeah, wearing a belt. Yeah, yeah, nuts and gonad magazine or something. <laughs> it had all these things, I remember, yeah. And she, yeah, Go, I like that. Gonad magazine. Yeah, gonads or wow, whatever. Wow, that, 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 that was a massive favourite. I'll tell you something, there wasn't a shelf high enough for that one. Yeah, for, it was right behind FHM. Do you remember FHM? FHM, yeah. Um, ah, back in the old days. Yeah. Uh, when you could buy a magazine and it was literally just knockers, guns and sports cars. <laughs> Great jokes. Literally, yeah. yeah. The internet Whatever. ruined all that. Yeah, literature isn't what it used to be. Not at all, no. What I wouldn't give now to have an old look at episode three, issue 14 of Golnads with a. That was a great magazine. It might not be the name of it. I might wow. be uh, I gotta say, Abby Titmus is. Yeah, uh, she's now called Abby Evelyn, by the way, for some oh, reason. Is she? she changed Abby her name. Oh, marriage, I'd say. Uh, or to just, or just to get away from Titmus. Oh, yeah. I mean, in fairness, when your name is Amy Titmus, what, like, you know, what's panned out for you? You know, when your name is, oh, well, yeah. specifically, I suppose, when your name is Amy Titmus and you have, you know, the general appearance that you do. And you're famous from being on Gonads <laughs> magazine. I'd say she's like 44. Oh, very close. I knew is you'd it? do well with that one. Yeah, yeah. dirty fecker. <laughs> 45 she is. Ah, good on you. Good on 45. you. Yeah, yeah. That's it, really. Um, that's the that's the birthday selection for you today. Cause that wasn't was a, bad. Yeah, there was a couple behind the scenes like John Williams. You know what I mean? Who did all the famous things. I might ask Mike to do oh, a little celebration of John Williams. Who was John Williams? Oh, man. The man who gave the music for everything. Superman, Star Wars, Jaws, Jurassic Park, E.T. The man that gave us the music for all of those fantastic oh, yeah. themes. So I might ask, um, yeah, might yeah. ask Magic Mike to do a little something, something on that. Might as well. He was no Abby Titmus, but he'd be a bit of crack. <laughs> and now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Cool. Cheers, Tara. Uh, how are you today? Good morning. Happy Monday. Monday, Monday. I suspect you were uh, you were in full bear grills mode over the weekend. Were you stocking, Preparing, up, yes. stocking up for Armageddon? Yes. When it arrives at the weekend or whatever <laughs> the f- it is. The fizzies and the Brennan's bread are in. Oh, my God. The, uh, Do you know that was a thing, actually? I went shopping um, at the weekend and she said uh, Dunn's was packed. And the amount of people who were saying things around, you know, just as they were walking the aisles or at the checkout saying that they were getting stuff in ahead of the snow. 
Well, like you know the you know the bread you make yourself. You yes. add water to yes. and all that, all that stuff. Bread, bread you make too. yourself. What? Bread you make yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you know bread bread mix. You just add whatever it is, depending on the mix. You add water, or you add buttermilk, or you add whatever. You know that stuff. Like flour and butter and all. <laughs> Here we go. What baking, are you talking about? Baking for idiots. Day one. Anyway, anyway. Were, you do, were you in full Bear grills mode? I know, it's I, st- I know. Stocking up on the tinned goods? No, because I think that this should be embraced when it hits us. And oh. I will I will a, a, a sled for miles through the snow if needs be to get my bread on Thursday or Friday, depending on what day we are going to get so this you don't, downfall. You're not looking forward Whoa. to the sort of snug as a bug thing being inside while the snow is outside. No, you want no, to actually be, to be out in, the, in, the in Armageddon. Yeah, look, it's not a real snow event oh if God. I don't have to trudge for... God. an hour to get to work in the morning through snow or you know wow. something like that I didn't, is... I didn't know you, you, you ever trudged through anything for an hour to get to work <laughs> thanks Jim <laughs> lovely <laughs> really lovely oh I thought if there was any trudge involved it was like well I'm not fucking going in there that's for sure <laughs> I'm glad you're I'm like glad you've made people forget about me bread it's, it's looking there's glass between us correct Depeche Mode just can't get enough Britney Spears maybe one more time ahead of that thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Monday 8th of February good to have you with us thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Monday thanks for all of the whatsapps as well 0871880008 if you need to give us a shout a couple of bits and pieces actually about the birthdays. Oh yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, a couple of bits and pieces. Uh, somebody's saying Ralph Little is uh, the new detective in uh, Death and Paradise. Which is... What, what's that now? The look on your face, the look of just blank there? expression <laughs> on your face. Death in Paradise. They've gone through loads of them. Ben Miller did it. Uh, Chris Marshall did it. Uh, our mate, well, your mate. Um, what's his name? Father Dougal. Ardlo Handlin. Ardlo Handlin did us most recently. What and now, um, did us? What is it? As in, B, uh, is the detective. Have you seen Death in Paradise? It's about, I like, honestly don't know what it, it is. this Paradise Island. Oh. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's like a, it's like taking, it's like taking Murder, She Wrote and putting it somewhere tropical. Tropical Murder, <laughs> She Wrote. Yeah, sort of. It's a, det- small little thing, a detective, a couple of coppers and they, for some reason, there's always a murder. And every week it's a different cop? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. For the series. Like, they've all done various series of them. It's oh, been really? around for years, yeah. Oh, God. How have I never heard of this? I always thought it was great. I have to confess, I know I've said this to you before, like, and I love Ardell O'Hanlon. Yeah, and I love him great. as Father Dougal. And, and I love him, you know. He's uh, one of the nicest lads you'll ever meet, I yeah. just, I never, I can't. Just when he acts, no, you know what I mean? I just don't, it didn't work for me. And what I'm a mean, big. You, I, I like the show. You, you know? just see Dougal all the time. Do you? Well, maybe yeah. I just I don't know what it is. Just one of those things. Just when he does his acting bit, it doesn't really you work. Think for he's going to tell a joke, is it? Maybe there's been a murder. <laughs> What's that now, Ted? One of them. <laughs> Great, Ted. That has not has there? Oh, a geez. murder. Who did it? That's mad. Was it me? Was it? <laughs> well, what do we do? Well, uh, yeah. I don't. Know. I know. Maybe it was something like that. Uh, but I, I, I gotta have to see. I, how have I not heard about it? This is a legacy TV show. Is it an old BBC thing? Yeah, it's been. Oh, it's been on the go for years. Oh and for God. some reason, they always seem to cast a comedian in the in the detail. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah, a comedian or sort of somebody from that side of the. Like it's never like you know a real hard nosed. All oh, oh, right, so it's not comedy at all. It's not meant to be. No, it's not like. Right. It's meant to be a hard hitting. Like no, not hard hitting either. It's the middle bit, the middle ground. A music video. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, Ralph, anyway, thank you for that, people. I think I'll watch it again now. 
Uh, also, on uh, on Abby Titmus yes. was her birthday today. Somebody's texted in to say that uh, she dated Lee Sharp. Didn't know that now. But he was at United. Yeah, hang on a second. This is from D, right? Let me read this to you and see what you make of this. Right. Abby used to date Lee Sharp, who I have dated for six months and have proof of that. I could have lived in a mansion or lived in a mansion by now, but I settled for, for a northern, northern git. Oh, says D. Send us in a picture. Go on, send us in a picture so of D, you and well, Sharp. So where is D then? I always just assumed D was here, was in Ireland. Well, she well, maybe she's listening in the UK. I don't know. Well, That's very interesting. Wasn't Lee Sharp from the north himself, wasn't he? No. No, where was he from? Who was the naughty fella? Are you thinking of Keith Gillespie or somebody? Oh, Gillespie. Or yeah, Norman Whiteside. No, or... Gillespie, yeah. Thinking of Gillespie, yeah. Um, God, send, God dude, that's, a, that's very impressive, D. Send us in a picture of you now, Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp. Come on. Give us an old bit of a Daily Mailer on it. I actually met Lee Sharp. Yeah, what was he like? Was he decent? He was de- dead sound. They were doing one of those um, oh, D, you charity... Oh, D, you blew it. I can't believe it. One of those charity... Um, what do you call it? Um, games over here, matches over here. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, it was a—I think it was an Ireland v England selection. Very, very good. And I was in a different radio station at the time, and you get to—you know—when you know, when were the manager. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, but no. he was dead on. He was absolutely dead sound. Very good. Very I have good. some good photographs with him. No, sorry for your troubles, D. <laughs> you never yeah, know. you missed out there, D. Give him a ring, sure. If you still have the mobile, <laughs> you get rid of that old northern git. Yeah. Dan and Cork has been on to say, Jim, they cast an award-winning comedian in that role, so PJ wouldn't have a chance oh of getting through. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm sick to me teeth of this job. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, somebody's saying, um, uh, your mate, uh, must, it must be Ardlo Hanlon, is it, that they're talking about? Uh, somebody saying your mate is a is a massive Leeds United fan. What he are they is, talking yeah. about? Is no, it? it is Ard- Ardle's it's a huge Leeds fan. Uh, all those lads that were there at the start, the Mr. Trellis gang, so Barry Murphy and um, I think, oh no, Kevin, I think is United, but Barry Murphy and Ardle and all those lads, the older lads, and yeah. Patrick McDonald, they're all huge Leeds fans. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, but that's because the old, they're older. Uh, probably because they are old, yeah, yeah. And like everything else, you know, when the older you get, the, the less you can be trusted when it comes to your decisions in life. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, but they've um, always been like that. The original comedians in Ireland were all very le- big Leeds fans, right? Unfortunately for everybody. Involved. When you say the original comedians, do you mean the ones that used to tell jokes like "Your mother-in-law is so fat"? No, <laughs> I actually don't. I actually mean the lads who came, uh, who the first alternative comedians that set up right. the International Comedy Club and all. They would watch Leeds matches and go, and then go to comedy. Sure, it's no wonder they got into comedy. Their football team's a joke. <laughs> Boy, anyway, you? the other thing from Alan and Ennis was just saying about uh, on the subject of Abby Titmus, we were saying she changed her name. <laughs> she was say he and Alan was just saying if you were to change your name, yeah, what would you go for? Like, Jim McCabe. <laughs> don't ever go for that. That'll just and get I'd you start into more trouble. Huge crimes all over <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Too uh, late, to buddy. Sully your reputation. <laughs> Too late. That's what it'll do, yeah. It, it'd like some work to sully my rep, I tell you. Well, I'd work. I'm not sure it can go much lower. Uh, but anyway. I'm sure I could get up to all No, stuff. would you not? Have you got, Have you ever thought about it? Remember I told you I back in the day when I was like, oh, when yeah. I was a mere whippersnapper of oh, a radio. You were going to call a yourself Juris no. and Duke or something. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't want to call myself anything except my name. Oh, but this guy yeah. who was in charge of this particular radio station <laughs> wanted to call me... Um, Robbie Valentine, I think it was. <laughs> Robbie Valentine. And because I refused, I, I, I never got the gig. 
I wish That's harsh, did. isn't it? Yeah. Because I wouldn't call myself Robbie Valentine. Robbie, I wish you did that. I'd love to be here with Robbie Valentine in the morning. Who's actually just... I think, actually, that's the same bloke who... Is that the same bloke who christened Dusty, Dusty Rhodes? I can't be... I'm not 100% about that one. Because there was that period in Irish yeah. radio, wasn't it, where everyone had a ridiculous name. Yeah, like Rick. Rick, Rick O'Shea. O'Shea and, and Dusty Rhodes. Dusty was, Rhodes. Um, and what was your man? There was um, Robin say, Banks. Robin used to be on Banks. one of those stations. And what was your man? Electric Eddie. Do you remember Electric Eddie? <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same thing. That's slightly different, but yeah, and a slightly different era as well. Electric Eddie is. Was he not? Early Radio 2 or something, is it? Is it? He was after, was he? Or before? before? Oh, before, I would have thought. I remember going to see Electric Eddie on the beat in the street and all the saying, Look at him! That's Electric Eddie, the man from the radio. I was all excited and everything. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that shows you how easy I get excited. Imagine how excited I got if I met Robbie Valentine in the flesh. Yeah, thankfully, Robbie Valentine never saw the light oh, of day. that's such a shame. Thank God for that, I say. <laughs> anyway, right, what have we got? Well, we've got Double Money Monday. That's the big one today. It's all about the cash. Two grand, 2,000 euro could be yours on the Hitbit in about an hour's time. No excuse. Get stuck in. Have a go. Got to be worth having a shot. It's absolutely free uh, to WhatsApp Magic Michael. Let him know that you want to play. Don't give him your guess. Just let him know that you want to play. Get in nice and early. And uh, hopefully you can get on the air and have your guess. 87 on WhatsApp. You can check out all the previous guesses on ClassicHits.ie. And the clue, of course, is big. Yeah, and don't forget, the uh, Fast Paddy and Robbie Valentine in the morning <laughs> is the only place where you can play the hit bit. Rick Astley, never going to give you up here at Classic Hits. Double Money Monday, big day on the hit bit. €2,000. Two grand could be yours uh, before 8 o'clock this morning. Tell us what our... Uh, famous hit bit is what famous song our hit bit comes from Magic Mike of course standing by he's in the west this morning let him know you want to play on WhatsApp free to do it 087 don't give him your guess just let him know that you will get, want to get on to play get in nice and early because with two grand up for grabs it's going to be a lot of interest in it that's for sure and in the meantime I'll tell you something the truth may well be out there it may well be and PJ Gallagher's found it I think so everybody you're thick All I beg us. your pardon Ticks, shower the ticks, the whole planet is is populated by a shower of ticks, according to our old friend. Do you remember just a couple of weeks ago we did the story by a guy called Avi Loeb, I think that is how you Loeb. pronounce it. Loeb, I think is how you say his name. Do you remember him? No. Ah, you do. I'll tell you now how you'll remember him. He's the guy that said, do you remember the cigar-shaped rock? You, you, know, you know you turned into your ma there. Ah, you do. Ah, He's you a fellow who lived around the corner from your Auntie Mary. Jim, the Israeli scientist, he used to live in the Crescent. We uh, remember this fella. He's the guy that we did the story on him, and he told us aliens had done a flyby of Earth, right. and it was that cigar-shaped rock thing. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, well, he has now said the reason aliens haven't visited us. Oh, I have a mouth ulcer, and I'm going like this all the time. It's really sore, and I can't say certain words this morning. It's driving me mad. Wow, I hadn't noticed. So I'll try again. The reason aliens haven't visited us yeah. uh, is because it's driving me mad. It's going to be a full-blown lisp by the end of the day. Gotta right. hate these things. It's Where because, is it? It's right in front of me tongue there. Oh, right in the front of little there. blistery thing on the front of your tongue. Yeah, every time I try to say things like vegeta, it goes, it bounces around weird and it hurts, and I can't do it. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, well, so that's why I said. The old Bongella. That's why, yeah, that's why I said every lube. Lube. Right, so they, they've flown, they've done a flyby, but they haven't, what no. you're saying, it's a bit like. They haven't visited It's like us. when you're on a long distance journey, you know, and you're you're looking for a place to stop. Yeah, and For refreshments like, or whatever, and you're driving by various places, you have a look from the outside, you go, oh, don't know, don't think it looks great. It looks a bit crap there. We'll try yeah. further down. Gotta, when yeah. do we get nearer to Offaly? There's bound to be something, look at all those ticks in there, they'd be annoying. Yeah. That's essentially what they think. So they've moved on. So they haven't bothered landing because we're too thick. They think we're not interesting enough to actually bother landing on the planet. That and the fact that um, he reckons they don't like grass. And one thing we have an abundance of in, in Ireland especially, never mind the rest of the world, is grass. And why, ticks. Why, why don't the they... world is full of ticks and grass, basically. And, and the aliens, it's not appealing to them. Uh, right. So, and how does this guy claim to know this specific information? One that... You know, the aliens think we're stupid and two, that they don't like grass. Well, the stupid thing, we're not so sure. I suppose he looks at the um, their ability to travel in the way they do in rock-shaped rockets um, so far from home and then he says, well, you put two and two together and we're still trying to figure out how to get a connection um, from the airport to the hotel. <laughs> uh, and then he, he says, well, here's the deal with the, gra- with the grass, them, that their planets... He said, well, the most common stars in the galaxy are dwarf stars, right? So they're about 10 times smaller than our sun. Uh, and they be, they'd emit red light, whereas ours emits mostly what you would so- call white light. Right. right. So um, they have infrared colour. So on their planets, ra- grass would be red. Okay. So when so if you're an interstellar travel agent selling an alien a package holiday, right? They'd say, "Is it nice? Is is planet Earth nice?" And he go, "The grass is green." And they ah, jeez, what sort oh, of nice yeah, green yeah, grass? Yeah. Next thing you'd be telling me, there's black sand on the beach and all, uh, and they just think it'd be very ugly looking. So nice. so we're not pretty, you know. It's incredible that this lad has this level of insight into into alien life and preferences. Isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah, it isn't I mean, it? some people might say. He sounds a bit mad to think that he's been talking to the aliens enough to know that they're not keen on grass and, you know, they think we're a bit thick. I know, and the thing is, he's a Harvard professor, like, you know, right. he, like he's, they don't just bang out those professorships. I suppose that doesn't mean anything, does it? And it's about, especially when you have a book coming out, you have a book coming out, you're, you're a Harvard professor, and you go, how will I make this different? And someone goes, what do you think? Why haven't we seen aliens? He goes, ah, they're, they're thick, we don't like grass. That'll sell a few <laughs> copies for sure. Yeah. And they fly, and they fly in a rock-shaped... Or Plus a, the thing about rock. it is, you know, how long has he been a Harvard professor? Because you know the way you get a lot of these professors, and they're there a long time, and people forget them. Yeah. They're just, they're, they end up in a dust-covered room. Whatever happened to your man that we made the professor of... God, you don't know. Is he still here? I think he's still up in that room we put him in. And you go, you're joking. Last thing I saw, he was going around telling everyone that aliens were in a big cigar flying out of windows and they only like red grass. And he said, yeah, he's yeah. been around or a while. Or be, it could be your principle. You know, you're one of failing upwards. It's like when they, when they like, well, you can't let him contact, you can't let him deal with students. He's mad. Yeah. Make him a professor. You just promote him out of the way. Just promote yeah. him out of the way so he doesn't have to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. You fail upwards in some in some um, elements. You Maybe know. it could be a touch of that. Like, the, you know, certain you know, certain places like RTE and the HSE and all. You, you, oh, God, what we do with him? He's in the way now. Promote him. Get him out of the way. We'd be grand. <laughs> Stick him in an office up there. He'd be grand. Give him a few extra quid, he won't complain. And yeah. he'll be grand. So maybe that's what it is, yeah. Because it all sounds great. It sounds like, oh, wow, look at this guy. He has an amazing theory on, on, you know, on alien life and why we haven't encountered it yet. And then you'd say, like, how do you know this? I think well, you're I was, right. I was talking to them there the other day. I think you're right. Myself and this, um, I was having a conversation between, there was myself, there was aliens, and there was this uh, herd of cows. We were just talking about it. 
See if you said, oh, right, okay. See, it would be a nice way of doing it. You came in and you said that to somebody in management here, and they just went, yeah. And they'd pick up the phone and go, I think it's time for Jim's promotion, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. What's he going on about? Hey, yeah, yeah. not right, yeah. I'll make it right. Uh, Jim, make him empty there. Get him out of the way. Brooch is a head cleaner. <laughs> Shakira, whenever, wherever, here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you so much for that. Uh, thanks for all the WhatsApps. 087 To be fair, PJ, in hindsight on that story of uh, your man claiming that aliens won't visit this land because... We're too thick. This land, this, this, I, this planet. Yeah. Because uh, we're too thick. And well, whatever about the grass thing, that's a bit weird. The grass they, they, thing they is don't very like weird. Grass. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit, that's a bit curveball. I think it was a unique selling point. The only place in the solar system you can get green grass, I'd yeah. say, it was a, a selling point. It's a weird one, but I do. I suppose it does make a little bit of sense, like that they wouldn't come here because we aren't, you know, super intelligent or what, intelligent enough. Like it would be like if they did land, depending on where they landed. I mean, if they were to do the traditional thing of like landing somewhere and saying, "Take me to your leader." And the lad was to turn around and go, right, well, now, you see, I tell you, the the 42 doesn't only goes as far as town, right? Yeah. So I, from there, you'll probably end up having to get, I'd say you might have to get a taxi. Uh, just take me to your leader. Oh, well, yeah. Which one, though? There isn't, you see, the trouble is now, it's a Sunday, and this, the bus service isn't great you on did, Sunday. You see, we have this tri- triple government thing going on, and I can't remember if it's your man Hall or Varadkar or the other fella from the Green Party. You know, the, yeah. the fella with ah, the sandals. Doesn't so, matter, I'm, go, I'm going home. Yeah. Shall we go to all of them? Jump in the back, I'll take it all, then we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, maybe, there's a, maybe there's something to be said for it after all. Maybe our Israeli friend... Uh, Avi Lube. Avi Lube knows what he's talking about after all. Maybe, yeah. It sounds like he's got a point. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I live on the planet and I do everything I can not to be around, so I can understand why aliens are giving a wide berth. Lionel Richie, my destiny here at Classic Hits. Hit bit on the way. €2,000 for double money, money. Uh, double money, money. Oh, money, double money. money, money, money. That's a double money, you see. Double money, money. It sounds like that song. Double money, 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 money. <laughs> Anyway, Magic Mike standing by, waiting to know if you want to play. Let him know on uh, WhatsApp 087 for your shot at two grand. Of course, it was Super Bowl Sunday uh, last night, yesterday. I suppose the wee small hours for this side of the world really wasn't a Super Bowl Very Sunday. much so. Started about half 11 last night, and so the average game goes on for... The average is three hours and ten minutes for right. a game of American football. And uh, it was... Uh, did it go to form? I mean, the Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won it. Were they yeah. the were they the sort of favourites no, to win it? or rank outsiders actually wow. before it started. And of course, Tom Brady used the quarterback for the Buccaneers. His seventh Super Bowl win, the greatest of all time. Incredible. 43 or something he is. 40, the oldest man to have played the game. And the Buccaneers, the first team in the history of the Super Bowl to win uh, and play in their own home stadium for, wow. a, for a Super Bowl. Incredible. And all and, of those things, you'd imagine, make it a very, very special uh, Super Bowl, a very rem- maybe memorable Super Bowl. Indeed. And then there was another little instant that also... <laughs> Made it quite memorable. But the highlight of the whole game, thankfully, this side of the world, was there was a streaker. Yay! Yay! So a fella at some stage got onto the pitch, and in fairness to him, he wasn't displaying his gingang gully gully wash wash, right? He was just um, in a pink sort of swim leotard thing, and he even had a pair of shorts pulled up um, just about over the, um, what, what do you call it? The gonad area, right? So he had but, a set of shorts. Hang there. a second. So you're saying they're claiming a streaker? Yeah. But this streaker was wearing clothes. Just to, yeah, he was wearing shorts silly clothes. and a, a what do you say, a lycra? What? It's like a swims. It's like a pink lady's swimsuit he was wearing. 
quite a well-built man, ran onto the pitch in a pink lady. I'm sorry, but that doesn't qualify as a streaker. Do you know something? I thought that as well, right? Right. I thought that as well. And I'm upset when I looked at the pictures and I looked at the video. I have to be honest with you. I was upset to see him fully clothed. I'm all for a G-string. I'd call that a streaker. I'm all for maybe some sort of, I don't know... Rubber coverings or something that, uh, whatever you want to do that to cover yourself, um, barely being yeah. a streaker. But this to me is just a man on a pitch in a swimsuit and shorts. Yeah, to me. So, based on I haven't seen the photograph yet. So I'll see the photograph when you're finished telling me the story. But to me, this sounds like a lad in fancy dress. Yeah, it is essentially you know I mean? a man in fancy dress. Basically, he could go to Super Value or Tesco. Like, he could go to the shops like this, and nobody would get. Well, they well, especially him. in America. Especially, Especially in America, America, yeah. Because, I mean, our memory of streakers from uh, as kids watching football and stuff and various sporting events, you know, it was a lad fully in the buff and it was a, it was a policeman chasing him, trying to get his helmet over his, hel- over his, over his area. Uh, yeah, and I have to say, I really miss streakers in sport. I know you're not They have kind of died away. They've died off because they get ignored, because now the cameras flip off. And yeah. they did this in the Super Bowl last night as well. Someone comes onto the pitch and they just change the camera angle that you can't see it. Yeah. And then when you go back to the coverage, nobody mentions it. It's like yeah. it's never happened. Whereas it used to be so much fun. I mean, fun. it was such an iconic image to see a naked man walking off a or pitch. Or a woman. Do you remember there was women streakers yeah. doing a cricket with a, and all? But with a, with, you know, a, a, a police person, policeman or woman either side of them with their hat covering their Co- nether Covering the ghoulies. The amount and, uh, of policemen's hats. You know those British policemen's hats that, you the know. Bobby's the, hats, the Bobby's hats. The Bobby's hats. Helmets. The amount of them that must have had lads' willies in them. Extraordinary during the 70s and 80s. And it was massively entertaining. And here's the best part of it. The Super Bowl in American football. Your man uh, ran onto the pitch. He made a longer run than any of the players <laughs> individually did in the game. Spectators shouting, throw him the ball! He, throw him the ball! Exactly, he made He's it, in the end zone! He did make it to the end zone. He made it to the end zone before the Kansas City Chiefs did. Uh, and I have to say, I miss streakers. And I have to say, the streaker denial, we need to change it. It yeah. was great halftime entertainment. In fact, I would go as far to say, as the next time we're in Crow Park or the next time we get to go to the Aviva or Daily Mount Park, wherever, it's halftime entertainment should be like a bull run. Get, now, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the streaker? <laughs> and we get, say who it is, it goes, Release! The streaker! Yeah, we Bobby Valentine! <laughs> and he comes out, and all the police and security men have to catch him, and we time it, and every time they miss, we all go, Ole! Ole! That was it, actually, yeah. Apart from the actual, the madness of a lad, or as you say, lady, running around in the buff on a, on a football pitch, was the attempts to catch them. It's the funniest the, thing the ever. Amount, the amount of falling policemen and, and stewards oh, and along the way. Overweight, burly security <laughs> guards in lo- luminous jackets stumbling in shame over themselves and not yeah. knowing how or where to grab and, the person. Well, that was it, you see, because then they were faced with the dilemma of having to try and maintain their own dignity. And, while escorting this naked oh, person. And knowing that and somebody, you know, everyone with phone cameras is taking pictures of him wriggling on the ground with a, new, with a naked moron. Exactly. He was, was going to be immortalised. Hilarious. Because those were the days when, obviously it was televised, as you say. Yeah, live so TV. Be, a lot of be everywhere. And then, of course, there was the, the, I'm sure it was the dilemma where it was like, uh, right, uh, Officer Brown, put your, uh, put your helmet over his nether reason. Do I have to, sir? <laughs> yes, put, cover the man up there. But it's, it's my helmet. I'm going to have to put it back in my yeah. head. I don't want his sweaty yeah. junk Oh, in for it. God's sake, Brown, just use a baby wipe and put it back on your head. It's not as if you'll get a nickname for the rest of your life or anything. 
Ireland's classic hits. And now, the Hit Bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online, available at supermax.ie. Hit hey, Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit, from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit Bit! The classic hit bit. It is two grand Monday, double money Monday, 2,000 euro. We'd love to give you this morning. Here's the last listen before we play. And it's going to be Linda Tierney who's going to have a go first. How are you, Linda? Good morning, PJ and Jim Jim. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking, sir. Yes. Sir. Sir. <laughs> Lady. Lady. Uh, what's the crack, Linda? How was your weekend? Oh, same as every other weekend. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess I, so. I cleaned the spare room for change, you know. Cleaned the spare room, oh my God. It's great to have Just something to look forward to. I think that maybe that's what happened to PJ. He cleaned his desk over the weekend, right? Like, I mean, his desk used to be an absolute shambles. Mike could tell you, it yeah. was an absolute... He wouldn't know what you'd find in there. <laughs> it was like yeah. a, it was like an old kind of curiosity shop. Boredom is a terrible thing, Jim. It makes, yeah. you, it makes, you, all, it makes you productive in all the ways you've been avoiding for the whole year, you know? <laughs> yeah, forces work on you. Anyway, yeah, Linda, let's get the uh, cash into your pocket as best yes, we can. Yes, Two yes. grand, go for it. What are you, what are you guessing? Is it Massive Attack, Unfinished Symphony? What a tune. What oh a song God. that is. Well, I'd love it if that was the case. Right, uh, over to the West we go. Magic Mike, what's the story with you? Morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. And massive morning, sympathy Mike. to you. It is wrong. Oh. I'm oh. so sorry. Okay, I'll get on again. Thanks very <laughs> much. No, no, he's keep at it, Linda. Enjoy keep at it. Cheers. Try and find another room to clean over the week and I'll do the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I have to bathroom today. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Linda. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye uh, now. Colm Lawler waiting patiently. How are you, Colm? All good, how are you PJ, how are Jim? How's it going, Colin, what's your story? Ah, uh, no story, no, walking away. Walking well, so away. where are you today? Yeah. What what part of the uh, country are you in? I, I'm in West Limit, walking in a bakery, and uh, start at 3 o'clock, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's the real graveyard shift, you're like a vampire, you're like a bread vampire. Yeah, you guys, it's like an afternoon shift for you guys now, you know, 6 o'clock start, like... I know we're late. Yeah, we're, very, we're you're the only yeah. person that tells us we're starting very late. Come here, Colin. What's how do you how do you work out your sleep thing for that? Then what time do you go to bed and get up at? Then if you're starting work at three in the morning, it's kind of hard now. Our self works as well. She's not so she she works till probably she's in the house nine o'clock in the evening. So to get the kids to bed and you can't put them to bed too early either. You know so. Oh my right. god, so she's a yeah, nurse yeah. and you're a baker yeah. and the two yeah. Oh my god. So you just kind of send each other text messages to see if you're still alive <laughs> and all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god. I think we've just discovered we've just discovered yeah. PJ's perfect relationship. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, PJ. Become a baker. This is brilliant, <laughs> Right, so Colin, we'd love to give you two grand this morning. Uh, what do you think this is? I think it's uh, the Bee Gees, uh, Staying Alive. The Bee Gees. Staying Alive. What do you reckon, Michael? Oh, I tell you what, lads, it's a tragedy because it's wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. That's a good one. Oh, I should have seen that one coming all the same. Yeah, yeah. 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 Poor Mike. Say Mike was worried about that. <laughs> hitting, the, hitting the high notes on that one, I'd say. <laughs> Listen, Colm, uh, take care of yourself, man. Fair play to you. Keep at us. Good talking to you. Cheers. Thanks, Emil. Bye-bye now. Right, so uh, there's a couple more. Tra- uh, tragedy, I was going to say, you can scratch off your list. Staying alive. You can scratch off your list and massive attack. Definitely, yeah. Unfinished Symphony. Brilliant. Fair play for Colm to talk to us on a phone that was made out of a bun. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't the best reception in the world, but we got there in the end.
Candy Staten, Young Hearts Run Free here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday, Monday 8th of February. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Uh, 087-188-0008. We've got the breakfast table quiz on the way uh, a little bit later on this hour. Cracking prize, another year's supply. So if, you're, if your skin needs a little bit of TLC, PJ. If your skin needs a bit of TLC, we are the people for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we can sort it out. We have got uh, a year's supply of Faith in Nature, the friendliest brand for the environment and your skin. There you go, Faith in Nature. I wish I did. You know what I mean? Uh, I do, of course. You will have. You will, will have. have. I will very shortly. When the time comes around. But listen, um, in the meantime, right, we, um, well, there was a very special birthday today. <laughs> Now, we did include it, even though it wasn't kind of included as one of your guesses, you know, when you do the ages thing. Not really, but it is. What's his name again? (laughs) Derek Williams. John Williams. What's his name? What's the the famous That's brilliant, isn't it? It was a very special birthday today. What's his name? What's his name, though, It was John Williams. Oh, yeah, that's him, yeah. But it's one, to be fair to you, right, it is one of those weird ones where, I mean... You know, to be fair, would John? Would you know what John Williams looks like? Well, this is the thing. I think I a lot a of clue. people are going to be like me, where they don't know who we're talking about, but they're going to hear the music, and then suddenly they'll be transported yeah. into a movie of a time that seems... This is a classic example of somebody who you've, you've never met, you've no idea what they look like, or anything about them, and yet they've had a huge impact on your life. Definitely. There right? you go, There's yeah. no question about it, but the but great like John that, Williams... if he walked into the room, I'd be like, who are you? Sorry, yeah, excuse yeah. me, how did you get past security? <laughs> Anyway, John Williams is 89 and he is a positive, absolute Hollywood legend for all of the uh, the music that he's composed for huge movies. He's been nominated for an Oscar 45 times. That's ludicrous, really, isn't it? And won five of them. Like, hasn't there only been 45 Oscars or something? <laughs> I think there has. I think there's literally only been about 45 Oscar ceremonies. So he's been nominated maybe in every single one of them, like. So he's, he is a proper Hollywood legend, right? And uh, you will definitely... Now, we can't go through the list, okay? Because he's done... I don't know, hundreds or something of movies or whatever. But uh, Magic Mike was on the case and he, he sort of dragged together a few of his greatest hits, if you know yeah, what I mean, did. right? So if you think you, you didn't know John Williams, check some of these out. Do you remember what age were you when when that was when I that was hit the screen? I was seven years old when it came out, and I'll never ever forget. My dad got a rented. Remember, you could rent a Vizio recorder. Yeah. And I, oh no, I was eight because it came out a year later in Ireland, didn't it? So I was eight, and he rented one off his mate Tommy, right? And Tommy came and set it up, and it just so happened Tommy also did bootleg videos on the <laughs> on the on the side. That was handy. And we got and he stuck it in, and I was sitting. It was my birthday party, and we had ET. And all the kids wouldn't shut the hell up and they ruined the entire day because I was like, and they were like, they came to a party and wanted to talk. I was like, I can't believe this. I never, I never get a chance to see this movie I was wondering, again. I was wondering why you didn't have quite the uh, the reaction I was I was expecting in relation oh, to yeah. uh, in, in relation to E.T. But that was just one of them. There's so many of them. This, of course. I mean, if you were responsible for one of these, you'd be proud of yourself. What I would give, I swear to God, I would pay you a million dollars to be able to harp that out the trumpet right now. Yeah. Honestly, God, it just sounds, isn't it just an amazing piece of music? Brilliant. And it, the whole, it sums up the whole character of Indiana Jones so well, the hat and the whip and the, 
bag that we never had any idea what was in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His lunch. Yeah, his lunch Very box. Strange and an apple and a thing of coffee or something. Right, and then, of course, um, this is one again. This is going to bring you back to your childhood a bit, but I suspect, based on the reaction you said you had to... Um, Remember the time you told me about the reaction you had to the sixth sense? Oh, it went my right. God. I'm, I'm curious as to how you found this. Terrifying. Really? I was afraid to go to the toilet and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I remember that my mad me running the bath and I'd be hearing this. PJ! <laughs> PJ, your bath is ready! There's a shark in it! You're gonna wash the dirt off me that keeps me safe from sharks! Oh Oh my god! Imagine being responsible for that theme. That must be one of the most famous theme tunes ever. I mean, even it's been parodied, it's been. It's just incredible, isn't it? Unreal. And like a genuinely, I do hear that, and I don't think of sharks, I don't think of beaches, I don't think. I think of. Me ma want me to get in the bath and have to do a, a poo and a oh, It actually wow. made me afraid of water. It was incredible. It was so it's just, terrifying. It's it made me so afraid of foreboding, water. That, that theme, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's so foreboding. Yeah. Incredible, right. And then, of course, there was the famous one uh, when you came here. To classic hits. <laughs> the dinosaur graveyard. Sorry, the uh, DJ graveyard. Right. I'll never forget it. Garrett O'Callaghan walking around the corner. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Yes, I loved it here. Jurassic Park. I was like, this Brilliant. is an amazing place. I was there going, oh my God, he's here and he's here. Yeah. Oh, I was there going, they've got a, they've got a. A 1980s pirate one left over. This is amazing. I love this place. I've never seen anything like it. It was. It was a throwback, wasn't it? Oh, I loved it. Welcome to Jurassic Radio. I loved it. From the second I walked into the room, I went, this is something special. I'm glad (laughs) nobody knows about this. I remember thinking. Right. Uh, And then, of course, there's this as well. I still oh. think that's one of the greats. One of the greatest. I know you're more one of, of the a greatest. Trekkie. You're more of a Trekkie than the Star Wars. I am, yeah. But, but to is... be honest, listening to that, though, it's unbelievable. I'll never forget seeing Star Wars the first time, like when I was still a kid. And that was when I thought movies weren't movies. Yeah. I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> like, I was, well, you know, I thought, this is actually happening in space as we speak. Yeah. And I'm down here afraid to have a bath in case a shark eats me foot. Like, this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. What a team. Man, they're just so they're so uplifting. There's something about all There's of his so, stuff. It's isn't just, it? It's something. It fills it's just your absolutely soul, like. incredible. And then this, I know this one now is a bit on the sort of cheesy side, right? But I don't care. I think it's brilliant. Is it a bird? 
PJ, is it a plane? It is super cheesy, man. I loved it. Those I don't care. God, I love them. I love those movies Even the so stupid much. ones when I was a kid. Oh, so much I loved them. So much in this little curl. And the fact that Lois Lane was so daft she couldn't recognise a Just fellow. Just because he put on a pair of glasses. Yeah, she was the one that needed the glasses. <laughs> it's like me with hearing aids in complete denial. And then, and all those line lines, and it was just so feel good. Oh. And I, I, that was like, I think that's why I ended up the way I did. I used to look at Superman uh, as being the perfect man. And that's why maybe I say such cheesy things, thinking I'm impressive all the time. <laughs> I just thought he was the perfect character. He, I mean, he had it all. I loved incredible. it so And we've left out a loads. Uh, your Home Alone, uh, Harry Potter, Schindler's List. There's just the I list know, is just yeah. endless. Actually, in, in, in fairness, like and if, when it comes to uplifting, Schindler's List not really in the no. he- is in the heap. Not what we were to going Superman. to include on this one. To but be you fair. have to look. But remember how daft Superman was. I wasn't once Lois Lane. She goes into car accident. Remember that? Yeah. And so he just went around the world really fast until he rewound time. <laughs> I was like, that is what's wrong with that? Spectacular. What's wrong with that? No, I'm just saying. Was you're, really, I mean, you're the man who brought us a story about some uh, scientist who claimed he was talking to the aliens and they don't like grass. And then you're trying to slag off Superman. Just, of course he can rewind time. Jim, I think you got me wrong. I thought it was the greatest plot <laughs> twist I've ever seen in my life. Way better than your man coming out with a shower. Oh, my God, it was all much better than that. There's literally never been a movie that has more artistic credibility than Superman <laughs> yeah. 3, Richard Pryor and everything. Happy oh. birthday, John Williams, 89 today. The man that brought you all that music. Brilliant. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is Try to get the biggest score of the next August award It's the Breakfast Table Quiz The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services In class or online Learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's so as I said, your prize this week, it is a year's supply of Faith in Nature, the friendliest brand for the environment and your skin. Basically, Faith in Nature helping beauty fans to tap into the power of nature by making their natural, ethical products available now in the likes of McCabe's Pharmacy and Lloyd's Pharmacies uh, nationwide. So you can pop into either McCabe's or Lloyd's uh, branches right around the country and check them out. A natural collection of shampoos, conditioners, body washes, soaps and hand washes uh, totally uh, natural, free from all artificial colours, uh, over 20 natural different fragrances for you to choose from, and they are all vegan, cruelty-free, uh, ethical, all that sort of stuff. And if you want to find out more, of course, a couple of social media sites you can check out. They're on Instagram, at faithinnature underscore I-R-E. That's on Instagram and on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash faithinnature. God, yes, so there's the breakfast table quiz. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you have a moment? Uh, <laughs> I had a little bit of a moment, yeah, I'm all over the place. Who's going to play? Oh, we don't know who's going to play. Not yet. We're waiting for Magic Mike to tell us, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the moment, yes. So, um, so hello, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. So this is one of those talk among yourselves moments, is it? Well, I guess so. Thank God, Jeepers, I'll tell you something. I was all panicking there for a minute thinking I'd done something wrong, think, but it's actually Jaws. Do you think that Mike actually oh, did it forgot that it's earlier? Because we have, to be fair, we have moved it a bit earlier, the quiz, in the hour. Normally... You know, used to for years and years and years. It was that sort of ten to nine ish. Now we've moved it, nudged it forward a bit. It so has do you have moved a feeling that a Mike's been caught on the hop? He's not the one caught on the hop. It was me caught on the hop as well. It was only just seconds ago. Jim was there going, "Any chance of getting some questions?" <laughs> uh, but we have so like, Brian is waiting. It's actually Brian that's waiting on my one. Brian, how are you doing? We are, we are dragged doing? kicking and screaming in to have a go at this. Not at all. I, I uh, oh no. No, exactly. <laughs> no yeah. probably, probably <laughs> best not to say anymore, Brian. Best to say no not problem. anymore. Whereabouts in the world are you? 
getting clonny at the moment. Lovely stuff. Is that home or work? It's home, yeah. I'm, I'm just actually, I missed it. My last day of a week's holiday, so I'm back in work tomorrow. All right. Okay, good stuff. Right, okay. Well, listen, the good news for you is, Brian, that there's no score on the leaderboard at the moment. Whatever you score will go top, so the very best of luck. You ready to give it a go? Of PJ all set? All good. Here we go. In the American sitcom Friends, what was the surname of the character Chandler? Uh, oh, Ch- Chandler. Oh, God. Oh, no, Pat. Oh, uh, Chandler flight. Bing, in what U.S. Bing. state did, ni- did the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games take place? Georgia. In the nursery rhyme, which toe represents the little pig who went wee, wee, wee all the way home? Uh, the little one. The, t- the country of Turkmenistan is on what con- continent? Uh, Asia. What is the largest lake on the entire I- island of Ireland? Uh, Loch Ness. Which U.S. president was assassinated in his final year of the American Civil War? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Quantities of what product are traditionally measured in reams? Reams. Uh, uh, reams. Paper. Yeah, the tuba belongs to which instrument family? Tuba. Uh, uh, brass. In 2001, what Spanish singer released the album Escape? Escape. Enrique uh, Iglesias. Which word meaning slash or chop is also a slang term for a journalist? Uh, uh, in what Italian city would you find Marco Polo Airport? Uh, yeah, I tell you something. No messing with you, Brian. You are flying. Thank you, Brian you is a Brian is an absolute top uh, quizzer. That's for sure. Because there was a few <laughs> sticky ones, in fairness, and he just was, no, no bother I, to I, him. I, yeah. I just got a blank with the first one there. I know I got a, probably a cool other ones wrong. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. you didn't. No, no. If you don't hear me saying the answer, it means you got them right. So yeah. you absolutely flew. Actually, yeah. Wasn't but a Chandler Bing was the only one you got wrong in that list. So it means that your score of one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten correct answers is going to be top of the leaderboard. Brian, well done, sir. Thank you, lads. You're very good. Not at all. Thank Thank you. you. Have a great day. You too. Cheers, man. Hello, everybody, whoever it is in the background. (laughs) Take care. Breakfast table quiz. (laughs) Rolling in the deep from Adele here at Classic Hits. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Much appreciated. 087-188-0008 as always if you need to give us a shout. And, of course, uh, Valentine's Day less than a week away. Oh, so naturally, I mean, he's growing into the role so well. I mean, we've had so oh, many of these little instances over the last little while where PJ has once again shown his Doctor of Love credentials in order to help you achieve wonderful, wonderful relationship success. Yes, just because I've been a lifelong failure to myself uh, hey, doesn't mean... They always say the greatest learning comes from your mistakes. Well, they always say, actually, if you can, you do, and if you can't, you lecture. And here I am, lecturing people on what it is about uh, you know, the biggest turn-offs and turn-ons this last week or so. Researchers have questioned over 1,400 people on this new survey, right? And they found an array, a long list of uh, 78 difficulties when it comes to turn-offs, you know, turn, like things 78? Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but the most common cause of strain and stress and annoyance, I suppose I would say, and what are you doing? Get up, go away. You're not getting taking some time for yourself. The most, no, the no, number was, at 30% was clinginess. People can't stand clingy people. Wow. So now take, take Surprised this by that. Because yeah, so, you would have imagined that people who want to be in, you know, lovey relationships would want 
to be close and all that sort of stuff, but it's actually oh, the opposite. It ruins relationships. People wanting to be close is what ruins relationships. Can I just put that in there? That's what ruins relationships. People that want to be close to each other. You, you never fight when you're when you're distant. You never fight. It's only when you start doing things. Like, I don't know how any relationship survives people sharing a home because I think that's ludicrous. That's a ticket to disaster right there. Right. You know what I mean? If I was Dr. Phil, I'd be going, your problem with your relationship is you got married and moved in together. How is anyone supposed to survive? That's what I'd be saying. Right. Yeah. So, that's so the, the principle is basically the, the the secret seems to be that absence does genuinely make the heart grow fonder. Definitely, much more so. They say that it's a higher factor in causing problems than um, like work pressures or whether your partner actually might find other people fanciable or even when you have bad mammy and daddy time <laughs> bad mammy and daddy bad time bad mammy and daddy wow. time they say clinginess is actually more toxic to a relationship than that uh, especially if you're so what um, qualifies as clingy now I mean because the, the reason I'm asking right is because I know what you're saying some people out there they'll have an idea of clingy and it's like you know constantly grabbing onto you or if you're in bed and somebody wants to you know and you're then you're roasting and you're you know what I mean yeah, yeah, would you There's, get off would you go into you not have your own room but that's what I'm saying you see your version of clingy is what are you doing here well, well I live here yeah but that are you, you going to come home every day yeah what's yeah, well I was going to because I live here I have nowhere else to go Oh, for, this is oh not going to work. This well, is not going to work. You're going to be in this house as well as me, are you? Well, I, that's yeah. I thought that's what our relationship. Well, no, that's not going to work for me. Well, like, well like, that's obviously crazy. I'd be saying I'd put a bed out in the shed and I'll stay there. You know, it'd be fine. I'd come in a couple of times. I'd come in for a couple of hours a day. Yeah, uh, maybe or an hour, a couple of hours a week. Actually, more, more manageable. So what? What officially then is clingy? Okay, it doesn't really go into it. This is the problem, isn't it? This is where, like you said, it's all very sort of. What's the word when it's subjective? Relative. It's all very yeah, relative yeah, and yeah. subjective. You know, they do say there's a plethora of different factors. <laughs> they, the plethora, they say, of different factors that can like, con- uh, constitute it as clingy. It also says women are much more likely to complain, which I'm surprised by. Oh, they don't want clingy. Women are, complain more about men being clingy than uh, men complain about women being clingy. I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very I'm, much so. I've always thought women to be the ones that kind of, you know, I don't know, they always want to do really weird stuff like cuddle up on a couch and all you know what's that that spooning carry on and all that's like you know that's a really strange thing and then you know mm. I, what if I want to be the little spoon she's, yeah. that's ridiculous that's where like, you turn around and you go why Why did we invest in a king size bed if you're just going to be over this side all the time that's, you're like, exactly, that's exactly why I mean we could have bought a single bed it would have cost us half the money we could have bought two single beds <laughs> And everyone to get a proper night's sleep, I'd be thinking. Wow. And then you, you try to do the spoon, you like, do the spoon, and your candidate arm goes for... dead. You know the way you do it, and you're like, oh my God, I need to move. Can they just get me out of my ass? Yeah. So what you'd have been a brilliant candidate for. What? You should really start one of those things. You know, with them, with those prisoners who are on death row. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're interested to see where this is going. No, yeah. do you know what I mean? You know the way they often talk about it. Now, okay, up to this point, it always seems to have been you know, men who are on death row and for some reason they end up in this amazing kind of long distance, you know, pen letter romance oh, with somebody yeah, who yeah, course, seems to yeah. follow and they get married and everything, you know, while they're on death row. I mean, that'd be absolutely ideal for you. No, but I'm a if weirdo. you could find somebody on death row, there's no fear of them ever, you know, being involved in your house or anything. I know, but I'm a weirdo. I'd be the only person put de- wrongly convicted of a murder or put into death row and I go, this is lovely. And then they go, you have mail. No, I didn't mean you and to I go in. And they go, you have I meant mail. you find somebody else who's already in. Oh, yeah. And then I'd ask them to swap places, is it? No. 
And I'd be oh like, I can't believe I'm after getting a letter again this week. That's three letters this week. I mean, seriously, the pressure. I was having such a nice time. And now, now she's after ruining it now, sending me three letters in a week. Oh, God. Oh, right. So even, even the letter would be considered an inconvi- too clingy. You'd be, you'd be writing back going, listen, once a year is fine. Do it, put a letter in with the Christmas card. That'll do. All right. a birthday, I like a birthday card. Yeah. But I'd probably be the only person as well that goes into death row and I'd be sitting in the cell going, it's very cluttered, isn't it? <laughs> like, do I really need... Do I really need two plates? <laughs> this is, you know... This is more way. You more you put it this way, Jim. Is there any way of getting into death row without committing a crime? No, no. Typical. Let that Typical, go. Typical, isn't it? There you go. This so way. that's the secret. Then the secret is back, back off. Over, basically, it? back off. That's the secret to a to a good relationship. Back off to keep your distance. Yeah, but you've changed the subject now. Now I'm just raging, people. This is typical, isn't it? That's life all over. You do not. You you commit a murder and you never do a day's work in your life and you end up living in luxury. And these poor fellas like me just want to be left alone. With one plate, the knife and fork, and the letter once every six months, and you can have to have it. That is a shocker, yeah, yeah. 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 Where did it all go wrong, Mad BJ? Mad people want to send you emails and all. Oh, the stress of life! I can't take it. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm starting to lose hope myself, to be honest oh. with you, on your behalf. It's great that we don't even have to share a room now. Look, I have this. It's tremendous. Carry on. Freed from Desire Gala and the fine young cannibals she drives me crazy just ahead of that waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday thank you for that uh, 087-188-0008 as always if you feel like giving us a shout we got CSI on the way for you just after the uh, half nine headlines this morning that's uh, still to come but you know the way occasionally you get these kind of surveys about, about sexy accents they do the kind of you know who has the nicest accent the sexiest accent in the world is it the French the Italians is it the uh, you know Spanish the Americans the Irish <laughs> yeah. the whatever it is right now it's not quite on that level but I think there's a win in this for us PJ yeah I have a feeling this has been edited to suit a particular audience and it being us really so they, like you just said they don't tell us we have a very sexy accent but what they do say is in tests with a test audience Irish people's accents are far less annoying than a lot of other accents that will do as yeah. I say I think we can take that as a win I think so I think so I think basically I mean you and I have often said that one of the things we pride ourselves on is being vanilla you know, I mean, I think if you fade yes. into the background and you go, what do you, what do you think of that? Oof, nothing really. That'll do for me. Thanks it's very a, much. Yeah, it's that, actually that's been, a win. It's that's been a my win. ambition in life to doesn't, be... Doesn't annoy you too much. Mm, no, just, just don't really care. That'll do. Thank you very much. That's grand, yeah, yeah. Not spectacular. <laughs> Not hugely disappointing. Right somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Just tipping along, you know. Middle of the road is the widest part, PJ. Yeah, now, someone, imagine the amount of people are going to say I sound like I've got like a bunch of sausages shoved up my nose every time I open my mouth. And I do, I'm a bit nasal now. I'll be honest, I am a bit nasal. I thought it was uh, your um, your mouth ulcer That's that was causing... That's not today. The mouth ulcer is making things even worse. It's exacerbating the um, annoying voice even right. worse today. I can see myself talking. I can hear the little bit of a... Little lispy thing because I have a, a mouth ulcer. It's not helping, Jim. It's not helping. But right. it is good news. So if you're a, an Irish person, it's uh, they did this test and they were realised that um, Irish women in, in particular, you could listen to an Irish woman speaking for four minutes and 32 seconds <coughs> in continuation. Sorry, I'm just, I'm literally, just I'm seeing the WhatsApps coming in from lads now. <laughs> hey, what Irish woman? Tell you. 
Yeah. Oh, you miss it. You wouldn't listen to Horror for four minutes. Or else I would listen for 45 years and without a break. Yeah, You'll yeah, get all that as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, this could go very wrong very quickly. <laughs> and but saying, pray com- continue. Compared to 90 seconds for Americans. So just 90 seconds. So after after 90 seconds with, with Americans, you start thinking, oh, I'm not so sure now. This is getting slightly annoying. Compared to uh, a full four minutes and... Uh, Whatever it is. What did they say? Oh, my God, I've lost it. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was. Over yeah. four minutes. And the northerners, northern pe- people in the north, who I always think is slightly more annoying to listen to with some of the accents. There's something very... But they did... Uh, they also did very well. Uh, as, and it was four minutes and two seconds. So slightly less yeah. for northern folks. Well, you see, the difference is... Uh, that you can listen and barely like, actually... The difference for you is... And to be fair, you've pointed this out in the past. There is no such thing as just the Irish accent. In the same way, exactly. as to be fair, there's no such thing as just the American accent. Exactly. Now, obviously, to listen to perhaps some of your Im- impressions, one might imagine that. But no, well, okay. there's actually a differentiation. So, for example, you're saying you find some of the northern accents a little bit annoying. But it's the difference between, say, you know, the Donegal lilt and um, the full-blown... The Belfast, like... Right? Right, <laughs> you know, like when they start whistling and all the Ian Paisleys and all. Yeah, so it's a bit of a difference there. There is, know. and that's the thing. So if you get like, so for instance, you get somebody like, um, so someone like Ian Paisley or something like that from from Belfast, right, or from the north, right, right. And you compare them to Morgan Freeman, you go, right, this is ludicrous. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is going to win that in every situation, every time, Mister. You know, he made this is a fellow who made a penguin documentary, saying sound interesting, right? Yeah, you know, he's like in the penguins mind and everything is amazing and I could be talking to you about pouring yeah. beer from most people just listened to that movie they didn't even watch it they didn't even know, didn't know what it was about they just listened they to it says, they, clo- feel, feel they closed their eyes at the start of it lay back in their seat and just listened to it for yeah. most of the movie yeah. like it was amazing nobody else could make penguins interesting for two and a half hours <laughs> right? they just couldn't do it right as opposed to your man right about we are the champions of the world and the Pope is uh, the devil himself for that. you'd be like I can't listen to this yeah but, but then you again, you get, you get, you get, you know, um, as I say, you get the lilt from the, you know, if you're talking about just geographically the north as yeah. opposed to the political north, you know what I mean? You get the lilt of Donegal and stuff oh, like that, de- and it's a, it's a like, different ball game. If you get someone like uh, Liam Neeson, for instance, yeah. there's a man with a north with an accent from the north, right? You get someone like him, and you compare him to, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, like some of them, some of them rapper lads, you know what I mean? Like, like Eminem, or even your mate, Dr. Phil, earlier on. Dr. Phil, exactly. So you have Liam Neeson, and he could tell you anything is so interesting. He's got that lovely little kind of lilt that could be sinister, or it could be yeah. about to give you a Frenchie when, on your lips. Even when, he, even when he was saying to your man, I will find you, and I will kill you. Yeah. Is, you know, even that, you're thinking, ah, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, Isn't that very relaxing? Yeah. So he just he just said he was going to find him and he was going to kill him. I know, but yeah, you know, I know, but he's yeah, but he's oh, he's lovely, though, isn't he? You said he's we're all going to die anyway. <laughs> and, and what better way to go than at the hands of Liam Neeson in a bad mood? Yeah. You know, I'd love yeah, that. Even when he was killing you, he'd be he'd be he'd be lulling you into it. Uh, I am going to kill you. Yeah. Okay, far ahead. And you Your own com- time. compare that with some Americans like Dr. Phil going, Don't you understand? Every time you tell her I don't like coffee, what she hears is you're a smelly person. You're like, what are you talking about? I just said I don't like coffee. So I, it's definitely yeah. very subjective. It doesn't yeah. make it. And it's way sense. too broad because it, within Huge. America, you're going to have, you know. A million accents. Yeah. And a as you million. say, you could end up with, like, I'm trying to think of who would be a fantastic American female voice. Who would, who would be, 
who would be amazing in that regard? Well, I have. Yeah, I mean, Michelle Obama. Okay. You know, and she so, talks yeah. like. So you she could t- listen to Michelle Obama, oh, and then oh, you might hear. You might come to Ireland here, the dirty L one. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, there's a perfect example. Michelle Obama, words of hope, words of the future, you know, presidential words, words that inspire people yeah. as opposed to, hey, come on over here. Hey, grab your bowl of packet of crisps and a shake the crumbs. Oh, yeah.